0: I'm John D. Liberto and are hearing the Echoes podcast from PRX. Years ago I came up with the term ambient chamber music and it was because of the musician Kevin Keller. He wasn't the first one to use classical motifs and instruments along with electronic atmospheres but he was the first one where it felt like a movement was taking place. Since then Kevin has been on Echoes several times, played live several times and has had a few CD of the month picks including his new album, Shimmer. I got together with Kevin to talk about his crowd-sourced music. Today I've got an interview with Kevin Keller, a musician who has been a fixture on the show since the mid-1990s. In fact, we just interviewed him last year for his album, The Front Porch of Heaven. Now he's back again with a new one called Shimmer. It's also the October CD of the Month. I think of Kevin Keller as a pure artist, someone working in his garret, forging his music on his own terms. That's one reason why the pandemic, ironically, has
1: been good for him. I'll have to be honest and say that the pandemic has been very good for me creatively. I mean, I basically produced two records in a year, you know, which I don't normally do it that quickly because Front Porch of Heaven just came out. year ago and was at least the second half of that record was written during lockdown
0: that album was written from the deeply personal experience of having open heart surgery but with shimmer he did something different
1: i decided to involve as many people as would want to be involved in the making of it.
0: He accomplished this by entering the RPM Challenge. That sets an artist to the task of making an entire album in one month. Keller set up a blog, sent out an email asking for input, and began carving his Shimmer project from scratch.
1: Instead of coming up with my own inspiration or my own ideas, I would ask people that follow me you know fans of mine for their ideas and so it became almost like a crowdsourcing situation where the day before february 1st i just sent out an email or i put on my blog people were following me on my blog on my website and i just said all right tomorrow's day one what do you want to hear
0: Keller posted on his blog every day of last February and also put up the demos of music he was working on.
1: Yeah, so then I was just writing two minutes of music every day and at the end of the day I would post them on my SoundCloud page and with a link on my blog and ask people, you know, well, what do you think? Where should we take this next? And the album proceeded in that way for the next 28 days until it was done.
0: The suggestions from Kevin Kelly's fans were more incisive and adventurous
1: than I would have expected. There were a couple suggestions that I really liked that kind of got me going. There was one that said, I'd like you to stay away from comfortable ambiences <laughs> and, uh, cre- and create something dangerous or, you know, not comfortable. And I combined that with another suggestion, which was, that, was to start with the sound of a human voice. And... You know, those two things right away are completely the opposite of anything that I think I would ever come up with because I'm usually writing instrumental music and it's usually quite calming. So to start a track with distorted human voices, that was what sort of set the tone for the whole project. And that that piece that I'm talking about became the title track called Shimmer.
0: track delta not only had suggestions from keller's followers but one of them rain christine gave him some music
1: one of my fans who's a musician wrote to me and said can i send you some stems like some background kind of sounds that you could use perhaps to write a new track and i said sure that would be great (laughs) So she sent me a couple of different ideas and contained within one of the demos that she sent, there was a progression of notes that she played, which to my ears implied a certain progression of chords. So I wrote the chord progression that became Delta and then sent that to her. And then she sent me a new batch of background tracks that went along specifically with that piano track once I had written it. So yeah, so Delta, it was such a surprise, that piece.
0: His fans also drove Keller to his most energetic piece ever, the opening track, Orchards.
1: Yeah, this one person on the blog who, um, I, I'll have to give him a lot of credit for even for that opening track, Orchards, for that even to have existed, because he said to me in a blog post, he said, I'd like to hear a piece of music that's all about excitement. And I thought, ooh, now that's not something I normally tackle. Like. I don't know why. And so I started building that piece of music and it had a couple of false starts before I arrived at what we ended up with. But even just the suggestion that I do something exciting, uh, (laughs) that took things in a direction that I'm pretty sure I never would have arrived
0: at on my own. But that didn't get him over the top for that piece, for that. He turned to Brian Eno's Oblique Strategies. That's a series of cards that you pull in moments of creative impasse. They say things like disconnect from desire or turn it upside down or work at a different speed or perhaps more enigmatically, repetition is a form of change. Keller
1: got this one. Discover the recipes you're using and abandon them right and that card was pulled after i had spent the entire morning creating a completely different piece of music that didn't work at all it was exciting but it just didn't cut the mustard for me so i pulled that card and so i basically that inspired me to just start over again so i started back at zero with just the only thing i kept was the tempo
0: might think that Keller left all his inspiration to the outside world, but much of the album is caught up in nostalgia for his younger years. That's the case with the track, Orchards.
1: So much of this music, for whatever reason, brought me back to a very, very specific time in my life, to about 1985, so I would have been 18 years old, and I would have been, you know, hanging out with my best friend from high school. We're still good friends now. Um, And we would just drive around Sacramento in his car, smoking clove cigarettes, listening to electronic music, you know, going on road trips. So that's what was going on for me. So the title Orchards, that piece of music really reminded me of driving through, there's an area just outside of Sacramento where there are large fields like orchards of trees. I, I think they're apple trees. But, you know, when you're driving past an orchard and looking, you know, out the passenger window, you know, there's this really great kind of I don't know, almost like strobe effect that happens as you're going past rows and rows and rows of trees. And this music really reminded me of that. Other tracks like
0: River Bend come from a similar space, in this case, initiated again by Oblique
1: Strategies. That one also came initially from an Oblique Strategy card, which just simply said, water. So I just started thinking about water and what relationship water has in my life. And again, growing up in Sacramento, there's the Sacramento River and the American River. So I spent much of my youth riding my bike or hiking or whatever around the American River. And actually the name of the park that I used to hang out in a lot is Riverbends Park. So that's where the title came from. That music very much reminds me of... Yeah, you know, running along next to the river, following the current. So it has this very liquid feel to it until you get to the end and then of course the last track is called Delta, which is where the river ends.
0: The sound of shimmer is also drawn from his early years growing up on the electronic music of Tangerine Dream and Vangelis.
1: What I ended up doing was I recreated essentially the studio that I had when I was that age. In 1985 that was the year that I bought my Juno 106 synthesizer and my bedroom at the time was that synthesizer and an upright piano and an electric guitar and a drum machine, it was a Roland drum machine. So the only new sound here is the Moog, which I never had at the time. And so basically I'm recreating the sound of my studio from 1985. And in fact, some of the patches that I used from my Juno were patches that I created in 1985 that you know have just been in the memory of that synthesizer all this time. Bella believes that Shimmer is the most
0: perfect record.
1: I think because I didn't really have anything emotionally invested in it in, in terms of some story I was trying to tell or something I was trying to say specifically, I think because I got out of my own way and had help from people that were outside the process, I think that really helped me come to that moment of really kind of achieving a sound that I feel like I've been trying to do this for 30 years and it finally worked.
0: As much as people like John Cage tried, you can never take the creator out of the creation. Gavin Geller, despite and because of using outside inspirations and chance operations, created a work that is all him. Shimmer is out now and it's the Echoes October 2021 CD of the Month. On the posting for this podcast, I've got a link to Kevin Keller's Shimmer. You'll find it at echoes.org. You can also read my review of Shimmer, Echoes' October CD of the Month. And while you're at it, check out the Echoes CD of the Month Club because we pick great albums like this every month and send them to club members. Become a member, get great music, and help support Echoes and the Echoes podcast. Next month's pick will be a great one as well, Signals by Marconi Union. Go to echoes.org and sign up for the Echoes CD of the Month Club. I'm John Liberto. I'll see you next week when I talk with the diva of the downer, Marissa Nadler. She's got a beautiful new album I'll call The Path of Clouds, based on tales from the Unsolved Mysteries TV show. This has been the Echoes podcast from PRX. See you next week, tonight, on the radio somewhere in the country, or at Echoes Online, right now, or whenever you want.